Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland for the third time, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. I mean, for the third time that we began this, not like this is only our third We're the show that brings you somewhat (laughs) irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, life hacks, annoying my co-host, and today... Getting the band back together. <laughs> it's it's happening. One final show up on top of the roof. We're gonna play. We're gonna play. What was that song that they did play? Sprocket at Demon. Jojo's got a band who lives in Arizona, but it was a rubber band. Ooh. Everyone said he should have moved to Cleveland, but he didn't. Get back. <laughs> Get back. That's the song. Thank you. Get back to where you once recorded podcast shows. That's right. We're back in the IPR. <laughs> Just kidding. How awesome would that be? It would be pretty awesome because it's now uh, less than 80 degrees outside. That's so I true. could appreciate yeah. that experience you could, you fully. You appreciate the lack of, <laughs> of air circulation. Yes. Yes. The band's uh, back together. Yeah. We have in the studio... One Brock Didis, one Guthrie Straw, and one Aaron Flores. And All t- of us. And together, they are... Voltron! Boom! <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> Wel- welcome back, Brock. Thank you. Thank you. It's been two weeks. It's good, it's good to see you. It's good to have you on. It's good to be here. Uh, uh, you guys have been minding the shop well thanks. while I've been away. Thanks, boss. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I brought cake, by the way. Ooh, cake. I stole this cake from... Oh, it's leftover from, cake. Yeah, mm, I stole okay. this cake from the break room. I don't I don't know whose it was. Someone had a birthday at work. When there's and, cake at 5 o'clock in the break room, it's like, that's not, exactly. it's not going anywhere good after this. Randall's just going to throw this away anyway. Most likely. Or surreptitiously eat it. Or I mean, eat it. I feel but, like if you throw out cake, you have to play cake while doing so. Just uh-huh. as a... Like, in honor of, of that delectable edible it's like it's it's funeral sponge song yeah yeah but in a like 90s alt rock sense he's eating the distance yeah (laughs) he's eating for speed (laughs) he's all alone (laughs) (laughs) makes it a lot sadder all of a sudden (laughs) dangerous in his time of need (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's a good looking cake Uh, i hope you enjoy that uh yeah, I, I I would share it with all y'all, but I'd realize there's we have nothing to eat this with. Are we expected just, to reach in with our with our grubby little paws and tear off a slice? If anybody remembers um, the episode in which Brock ate ice cream, there <laughs> should be true. no surprises <laughs> about what might happen next. You know, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> put it in my palm. <laughs> no, I'd, uh, if you really want one, I've got uh, a a piece of cutlery in my bag later on. You have one piece of cutlery. I have three. Well, uh, one fork, one spoon, one knife. Nice. It's a little plastic camp set. It's almost as good as one scotch, one bourbon, and one beer. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Just tastes a little different. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? I dare you to say George Thorogood. I dare you. Um, Boy, I'll say Miley Cyrus. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Just because I know Um, I'll be wrong. (laughs) And this is where I should actually know the answer to this question. It's okay. It's perfectly acceptable, I think. Was it T-Bone Walker? Yes. Well, Okay. 
Because you can totally quote something without knowing where it comes. No, from. you're good. But but I think I I do know somewhere in my head. Okay. I hope it if it's not T Bone Walker. I thought it was T Bone Walker, but now I've I've got the seed of doubt in me. Yeah, but now I, it's playing. And I'm always like that. I'll I'll look it up when I get home. It'll okay. be all right. There we go. If the curiosity has you gripped by the time you get I, home, I you're... must I must say I enjoy the Thoroughgood uh, rendition. But yeah, definitely not an original Thoroughgood song. Right. No. Yeah. But there's a lot of songs like that, right? That they got most popular because somebody else did them. Yes. If Zeppelin had given credit to those they stole <laughs> songs from, we would be in a different time. Yes. Absolutely. It wouldn't be 2018. That's, That's for true. Sure. That's I, true. My fingers are stained from the frosting, the two pieces of frosting. I. That's how you yeah. know it's good cake. Right. <laughs> your te- your teeth are stained too, but... Are they really? Oh, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. see Man. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's October 1st. We're in the month of I'm, Halloween. I'm totally smearing the like dark frosting all over my teeth when we take a picture for this show. Perfect. Hey, what have you guys been up to? Hey, Guthrie, how's it going? Pretty pretty good. <laughs> I'm sorry I annoyed you all what? through this beginning. Oh, that was fake outrage. That, oh. that was manufactured what? outrage. Really? Oh, wow, yeah. you sold it so well. Thank you. No, I... Well, I scene. I, <laughs> okay, if I if I ever actually say something to you in that way and actually mean it, then then there's a problem. No, but yeah. no, that I, I was just kidding around. Oh, right on. You're, we're good. We're we're cool. still cool. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> we're still bros, bro. Still bros, bro. Uh, let me get on my GoPro real quick to record this beautiful moment, and then we can be then we can be GoPro bros, bro. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Will we write some pros? Can you do a GoPro bro slow-mo pros? You can on the new Hero 6, which was announced earlier this week. There we go. Oh, yes. Or 7. I, with, can, I actually can't uh, remember. better video stabilization. Mm-hmm. They showed the two things side by side, you know, the one without and then the one with video stabilization. Yep. And I was like, I, I don't see the difference. Totally still not getting a GoPro. <laughs> but, are you, but good job. Are you guys uh, pro GoPro? I'm not mm. anti-GoPro. I actually have one that was mounted for like 15 minutes on the front of my bike. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And then the casing, right? Like the thing that held it in place was like, nope, <laughs> just, I'm done. Yep. Well, it's because I kept like fiddling with it because I wanted to get different angles. Sure. As you know? does everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give an artist a GoPro. Ah, yeah. I don't, problem. I don't think there's a crime to owning a GoPro. I think as a, as a film tool, they fall short of um, what I would hope for in a product that costs that much. Only because I, I, as a former GoPro owner, I actually just gave my old one to a friend because uh, it restarts and has recording problems more often than it actually records things. Ah, it doesn't uh, let you yeah, be a yeah. hero. It doesn't. It lets me be a, a person fiddling with the buttons, trying to uh, <laughs> make sure the battery is charged and it is actually recording when it says it's recording. You'd, you'd think the GoPro Hero 3 uh, Black Edition would be better than that, but it, it's not. So. My- after yeah, <laughs> my sister-in-law's selfie stick is kind of of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's like you know she got this thing so that we could all fit into these selfies, but you know she holds it out. And, oh, wait a minute! <laughs> yep, just as up, oh, reconfigure okay. almost. I, uh, just just one more thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So then we're yeah. all just standing, crowded, huddling together. Do you do you photobomb your own photos when it's <laughs> when a selfie stick is involved? Because kind of that's like a third person. Yeah. Another another individual taking the photo. Um. Well, I do the I do the the selfie, like, or I take a picture of of people taking the picture mm. of the selfie. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know, back in the day when a big group of people wanted a picture taken, they mm-hmm. would ask a stranger. Oh, yeah. Suffer, you know. I used to be that stranger quite often. Yeah, actually. yeah. But they'd just be like, hey, uh, here, take our picture. And mm-hmm. you'd hand your valuable piece of technology to someone you didn't know at all and hope that they and would do the right thing with it. just trust that they would give it right back. What do you call a selfie when it's taken by somebody else? A Yui. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you guys plan this? <laughs> I'm back. Well, did I forget my violin? Was, was I supposed to be playing that? <laughs> my week was great, Aaron. <laughs> hey, what do you call a selfie taken by other people? A Yui. <laughs> the, wor- the worst part is I actually heard that from somebody else. <laughs> I think that's the true crime of this situation. <laughs> the Sprocket Podcast is a big fan of recycling. Uh, that we are. Even jokes. That we yes. are. Guthrie, you went somewhere, right? Um, I. Hey, how are you doing, going. Guthrie? I'm doing great. I'm doing well. Superman does good. Guthrie does well. Oh, uh, right on. Uh, also recycling. Another joke <laughs> from also, another reference from another period of yes. time. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting week. Uh, we have a new roommate and so this week has mostly been involved in cleaning the house uh, making sure that things that are there are still ours and things that are moving out are uh, not ours but we had our walkthrough on Thursday at first but then it turned out there was a scheduling error and so we basically burnt five hours at the house waiting for a landlord that didn't come which was all right because the landlord did come on Saturday and we did get the walkthrough done and now we're in the clear. Oh, so, yay. yeah, good times. It's uh, one of those situations where if you're waiting for the landlord, would it be better for him to show up or not to show up? Oh, it, definitely better to show okay. up. We, we've got some pretty chill landlords. And um, you got it clean already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more, it was more the, um, sort of that like, oh, I'm so glad that I, that I'm going to be like living with a new set of roommates slash like somebody that we really, really, really want to live with. Um, the person who's moved in is a former roommate from a house Ooh. that Jane and I used to live in. And so, Repeat. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, hits from 2015. <laughs> Not really Best getting, hits. really getting the band back together. Oh yeah. Now yeah. that's in, what in I call ways. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, so it was a, it was a scheduling, um, uh, I'm going to call it a slip up on our moving out roommates part where it was their deposit, but we offered to sit around for the landlord to come inspect. Oh. And then they, and then they never confirmed the time, but did tell us the time. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it, I'm just going to leave it at that and, and say, <laughs> yeah. I'm very happy for our new roommates. Oh, um, oh, yeah. I see. Yes. Yes. Like I said, I'm I'm leaving it at that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's going to be some some good times and really nice to sort of have a, a fresh take on the house and also not have uh, to pay damage on deposits that wasn't our damage nor our deposits. So right life is yeah. good. Um, no, our, our our landlords are super chill. One of them is uh, teaching in a marine academy in Russia right now. The other Whoa. lives in California, but then came up for the inspection and said, "Yeah, looks good. I'm not I'm not picky." You're you're okay. Wish I'd known that before I clean. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think the cleaning is nice because we get to reap the benefit of that For reward. Sure. Plus, yeah. it's nice. Uh, it, it's you know one of those housing situations where you have like technically one or two people on the lease over five years but let's be realistic there's probably 10 or 11 people that have lived in that house during the time i mean for the sake of of legal clarity we should say that only the people who were on the lease precisely there. precisely yeah. um except that our landlords also knew that too so like i said they're pretty chill landlords <laughs> no complaints yeah, um, absolutely uh 
but yeah, it's it's. That might it, run into some zoning violations. It's true. Well, not all at yeah. the same time. Oh, over the oh, course okay. of time. Right. Does that include your unbidden porch sleepers? It does not. Okay, so that's it more like not. thirteen or fourteen. Then. Yeah, potentially. Okay, potentially. It's nice for <laughs> it's nice for warm showers when you can be like I I've got a nice large porch, um, and a bed that folds out that's really crummy, but it's still a bed. How often yeah. do you host touring cyclists or other people who are traveling? Ah, uh, so. I, it's kind of weird. This summer was basically a dead zone, um, and I'm not sure if it has to do with the Portland's over. No, yep. I don't. I, I don't. I guess I don't think of it as much of that. Is that I think that the closure of the gorge actually had a really big impact. Oh, I bet. on people traveling yeah. into Portland to like start or end said journey. Yep. Yeah, Columbia um, River Gorge still suffering the effects of the big wildfire season last year, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's not open. So mm-hmm. that's a big tourism draw. Yeah, and it does make it a lot harder to come in from the east. Yeah. or out. Because you you yeah. either shoot north or you shoot south, yeah. um, unless you want to ride eighty four in, or I <laughs> guess you could go SR fourteen. But here's the trick: is that most of the traffic was on SR fourteen slash. That's where the wreck is now, right. and so um, I, I just think it's been a little bit harder to ride into or through the gorge recently. And that's my anecdotal analysis of why I had less warm showers hosts uh, this summer, but fewer touring cyclists. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. or maybe they're just. Um, hitting into portland in different different ways but um it actually picked up pretty well into the end of august so we we uh had two three different people come stay with us during that month and then in september we hosted one person and got requests from about six people so um mostly it was just part of the moving thing where we're um trying to make sure everything's getting set and and good for that transition but uh we'll be back up, up on warm showers i actually had to take myself down from hosting for the first time in a couple of years um and i was like oh shucks like nobody contacts when i like really can host and then that one month where we're getting ready to move <laughs> everybody wants it's you know <laughs> it's it's somebody's law i can't remember whose but um glad to be opening that back up once things sort of settle out there yeah. so murphy's law Yes, yes, Murphy's Law. If it can go wrong, it will. Is that the one? Or no, are you thinking of something different? No, I, I, I feel like Murphy's Law applies sort of in a sense, but okay. maybe 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 only a bit there. Right. Um, when you want to host, you can't. It, exactly. Guthrie's Law. Exactly. There we go. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it was a good week. Um, and got out and about for a couple of bike rides, which was nice. Where'd you go? I mostly just rode around town. Uh, I've sort of gotten back into taking alternative routes to and from places Mm. than I would usually do. Um, So I found myself up kind of in like Prescott up into North Portland in and around Willamette Boulevard, but just on cycling paths that are part of the city network that I've just not, I I just don't typically go that way. Um, So for example, I'd usually go on Rosa Parks if I'm cutting over. Kind of um, but a thoroughfare. It, it's a, it's an arterial. Yeah, yeah. Um, and recently got some some bike wands, which people might have seen in bikeportland.org as people get confused about which side of the wands that one should park in. Oh. The bike lane side <laughs> oh, right. or the parking side. <laughs> yeah. who, who, yeah. How do we tell? Who, like when they how re- do we know? <laughs> when they restripe a street and they're like, well, now you park here. You used yeah. to park over here, but now you park somewhere different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hint, it's the Some one that doesn't have the bike little... <laughs> symbol painted in the <laughs> yeah. roadway. Some That's people helpful. still a little foggy on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so no, it was, it was a good week, uh, a week of transition, a week of moving. And uh, in answer to your earlier question, a week of getting ready to go out to Eastern Oregon tomorrow morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Jane and I are going to do some camping probably up either Lostine Creek or up Hurricane Creek, which are pretty close to where I grew up out in the east side of the state. So we're going to do kind of like a a late birthday celebration 
um, with the two of us, and then I'm going to be joining my father to take about a 10 to 14 day trip down to Utah. Fabulous. Yeah. Wait, did we miss your birthday? You did, and it's okay. <gasps> Here's what? some cake. You got cake for me? <laughs> oh, you guys planned it. That's so sweet. I'll get you a piece of cutlery later. I think I was either like I'll, sick I'll or at work on my later. birthday, as many people are. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so no, it's good. We're gonna we're gonna go kinda like chill out. It's it's that kind of deal um where when you work in a, a seasonal industry, typically towards the end of September is when you can start escaping from the hubbub of things and so it'll be nice to take some time off yeah and, and the crisp autumn colors and and uh, oh yeah it's not super cold but it's not super warm it's like the perfect time to go outside yeah both both jen and i are solidly solidly in the fall then winter then spring then summer camp are you so serious? far as that goes summer is your least favorite dead serious really if wow. it like i said i i i wow. Oh, only half jokingly, I'm an Oregon boy. Yeah. If it gets above 80 degrees, <laughs> I'm not too happy. <laughs> I'm not happy, but I still like summer best. I do. Yeah. So it, it's, I've got two, like it's, I'm kind of like a light switch in summertime. It's either cool enough that I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of like fall or it's so hot that I go find a body of water and equalize. Ah. Um, but any, anywhere in the in-between, if, if I'm alive and awake and I'm not in a body of water, but it's above 80 degrees. That's usually my um, the the point which I wish I had something to go dunk my head in. There we go. Uh, it it doesn't have to be for everybody. Yeah, but I, uh, do you enjoy dunking your head? I do. Okay. Yeah. So it's not the worst thing. Oh no. <laughs> okay. um, we we got out to Sandy River quite a few times actually, um, and it looks like there was just a, a cleanup on the river uh, earlier this week, which went quite well. Because there was a lot of trash that we noticed, and you can only like pack out as much as you can hold most of the time. Um, but especially with the gorge being closed, the Sandy River has seen a ton of use. Well, I I should re-clarify: the gorge is not closed. There are sections of the gorge that are not accessible at, the at present time. Yeah. M- many of my favorite parts. Um, yeah. So with that, yeah, we we still got out and uh, did some some river dunking, and um, yeah, if I if I can find a body of water, like I- at least growing up in eastern oregon there's always like a creek or a river or something you can go just jump in or be cold by um and in portland you can do the same at the willamette but it doesn't always have the same feeling although it's perfectly perfectly uh doable yeah. should should one want to yeah, as totally. long as you're as long as you're south of the steel bridge don't don't go north water quality <laughs> stuff yeah that's yep. the thing. yeah <laughs> those sandy beaches on uh what is it swan swan island that's not right. sand it's Mostly sand. <laughs> a little bit of heavy metal in there, too, yeah. just just for shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, suffice to say, a good week. Very good. How about uh, yourself, Aaron? Uh, Second nothing week? happened. Nothing? Nothing whatsoever happened. Okay, oh, fair enough. We talked about biking with Paula, right? Yeah. Yeah. It looked amazing. Yeah, wiped out. It mm-hmm. was pretty mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> Boo, yeah. No, no, that's the Batman theme. How does the Wipeout song go? There's no, like that, there's no, no lyrics to it. I know, but like, what's the guitar line? I don't know. Let's approximate. There's a guitar line to it? I thought. I thought it was all just drums. Is it? No, I'm sure there's a guitar line. I don't even know if I know the original Wipeout song. And it starts off with some guy. There we go. Wipeout. I think we, uh, I think we've recreated it to yep, the point where okay. no, nobody even has to buy the MP3 now. <laughs> they could just copy they this just, part of the show. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so good week. Um, Anna was in town. Nice. For a few Your partner. Days. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Because she's not always in town now. 
Yeah, we didn't post on our special Instagram account. It's but... so cute that you have a special Instagram account. <laughs> it is kind of, of isn't it? Uh, have you told people where to find that? Do you want to share? Uh oh, I haven't. I. It's okay if you don't. I don't. I. I don't not want to share. Okay. I do want to share. There, there is actually. I. I only am hesitant because I should probably discuss it with Anna first. Okay, we won't share. But it is a public account. True. Like, so you it, could probably connect the dots if you're clever enough. It has a clever name. It oh. does. Yeah. Oh, it does. I thought that was a clever cycle reference. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, don't don't mind me. I'm just inserting meaning where there is none. <laughs> that makes it even better. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, but you got to see your boo. Yeah, yeah. And she took me out to lunch one day. Perfect. That was pretty nice. Where'd you um, go? This place um, up near where we work. Um, thirty third and Holman. So, pretty oh, dude, far north the is Aladdin. that that? Yeah, yes. Is it Mediterranean? Right, Mediterranean. Is Lebanese? it Lebanese? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They make the best hummus. They make great hummus. I wouldn't say the best, but I mean, yeah, pretty dang close. There's a lot of purveyors. Nicholas, yeah, Nicholas, yeah, uh, over on Grand, I think is the best, but they're just really hard to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Like even once you're there, you still have to stand in line for 15 minutes before right. placing your order. Um, that's so, how you. That's yeah. how you know it's good in Portland. Yeah, right, right. I I have a strict no standing in line for food policy. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, you want uh, high one? five. You want some of that? Yep. Yeah, all the way around. Uh, there we go. The whole right. room is united. Never stand in line for food. That's right. And never apologize for anything. It's pre- it might be all that great, but it's not that great. Yeah, I don't, I don't care how good it is, but it's it's probably not as good as the place you'd walk to next door. Exactly, or not that for the much line you'd have anyways. to wait into. True, <laughs> that's the thing. Like uh, sometimes it's like the what the the level of quality is so minute in difference that you just want to like get food in your mouth. Right. At some point, food is just food. Yeah, mm. like I'm not, I'm not that picky. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not a t- super taster, mm-hmm. but I will say this. Yes. Best Baba Ganoush in town. Ooh. Right there. Okay. 30, 33rd and Holman. I should check that out. Check it out. I think I've only ever had homemade Baba Ganoush, which I think- Really? By, well, I think by definition, it means I've never had Baba Ganoush. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is eggplant. Yeah. It is a paste. <laughs> we, we, it's a puree of eggplant. I don't know if you could- eggplant. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Egg, no, eggplants grow pretty well in Eastern Oregon. Right. Did they <laughs> put anything true, else yeah. in the stuff you had, Guthrie? Oh, yeah. There's okay. usually some- uh, Degree of spices and okay. other accoutrements. I was going to say, if it was just eggplant, that's not Baba Ganoush. Yum. But yeah, eggplant. That's good. Indeed. Yeah, I'm actually not a huge fan of Baba Ganoush. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll eat it, you know, because you get the, the veggie platter, which yeah. is easy to get at any Lebanese place. But you get this a good place. sampling of everything. But this place, I will eat that Baba Ganoush on purpose. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Nice. I should check that out. Yeah, I, I've, definitely. Um, I, I haven't... Exp- uh, been to that many greek or lebanese restaurants in portland i have elsewhere but i've never ordered the baba ganoush so <laughs> i'll go check it out yes and it's on a neighborhood greenway so you can Ooh. get there easily yep. by bike or other active transportation yep. and that restaurant installed a traffic blockade to keep autos from cutting through their parking lot. yeah so nice. they get extra well, points extra props it track cars still kind of automobiles still kind of do it occasionally uh, uh-huh. They've just made it really difficult. They've made it very hard yeah. to do. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, it. Uh, props to Guthrie for just going in for the cake. <laughs> yeah, with, do with it. Your hand. That's good. I do, do it. it. It's it's how I do it. I'm proud of you. 
But yeah, that uh, yeah. Happy Aladdin. birthday! It's very tasty, by the way. Thank you, <laughs> Aladdin on Thirty Third and Holman. Uh, yep, we'll do a spot for him right yeah. now. They'll pay us later. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> no, it's yeah. it's really great, and um, um, Turkish coffee is amazing. I love a good yeah. cup of Turkish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. yeah. So she was in town. She took me out. She picked up um, a new bike. Finally, getting. Not quite her dream mm. bike, but pretty dang close. And what did she get? A raw lacquer Brompton. Ooh. Yeah, with the dyno hub and light setup and all that business. With a dyno hub, so she yeah. has power on mm-hmm. this bike. Yes. That'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah, she's so excited about it. I'm more than slightly jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh. New bike day is uh is a special feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I almost yeah. I almost tweeted about it earlier this week, but the closest I get to new bike day is new chain day, which <laughs> was the thing I forgot that I wanted to mention this week. Oh yeah. Nice. Cuz I think I said it last when um Brad was on from Axiom. Uh-huh. But I, I I swear by it. A chain is the best thing you can do to your bike to make yeah. it feel like it rides. It's really? like it rides new. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm happy for. Do you, do you chain and cog or just chain? Uh, it depends. If the cogs, if the cogs ready, the cog goes. Um, the Surleys have stainless steel, or so this is where it gets really packy. Is <laughs> the Surly has an Andel crank set, which you can't order direct from QBP, which is the maker of Surleys. It has a Segino counterpart, which is also not the same as the Andel. Right, and then there are dimension chain rings but only in aluminum instead of steel so it's actually quite difficult to get like i just want a surly long haul trucker replacement Uh, because the surly stainless steel only work well for up to eight speed whereas most long haul truckers these days are nine or ten speed right so um in that note they finally fucking invented the concept of a kickstand plate (laughs) for the long haul trucker (laughs) that's right which only took them like over a decade but i got one of those w- with mine i did too aaron told me about it the other week and yeah. i went home and i ordered it like <laughs> oh, right really? away yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's it's like been my single biggest gripe about the long-haul trucker since the day i like I'm, found out that that bike exists i'm still holding out man yeah well apparently I'm, they I'm stop. dying on this hill you, you <laughs> are dying die alone I mean, on this aaron, hill but aaron, i'm dying on this if, hill if surly backtracks on something like you've gotta you've gotta wonder <laughs> Who who's right? Right, that's true. Yeah, where where do your loyalties lie? Uh, Just because we both don't have kickstands doesn't mean we're friends. <laughs> Surly fucking sold out, man. They're no longer the company they used to be. It's true. They they sold out when they stopped making the black frames. Yeah. That was t- 2011, the that's last right. last good year. Although mine is in black. Oh it's shit! Brand new. They brought it back. Yeah, high okay. is black. So is. life is good. Kickstand plate, and they're in black again. Yeah, the world turns. Yeah. World turn. That that was my oh, I was doing back in black. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess they're the same song, aren't they? I yeah. just thought we were sorry, going sorry to interject that. there. Uh ch- chains are fun. Kickstand plates, in my opinion, are my preference. Yeah. And I and I don't judge those who don't have them. I just really like it when they come standard right. on a long haul touring bike. Well it's such a sweet thing too, right? Because the kickstand plate is like two pieces that bolt together yep. to perfectly surround your frame, lovingly surround your frame mm-hmm. with aluminum. Yes. So that you can mount a kickstand yes. easily. I had is gone, it aluminum or is it steel? It's aluminum. Yeah, oh, it's 3D so, printed, I think. It 
Well, it would be... F- so, do you want to know the kicker? Sure. It doesn't actually... Kicker. F- natively- get it. Oh, <laughs> oh. You, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, I, I actually had to do about 20 minutes worth of work to get it to fit on my Surly. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. The uh, plate itself extends into the cable run for the rear derailleur. Well, that's no good. And so... I, so here's two two schools of I thought. Mean, you're 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 still like you're confirming my my <laughs> well, stance here. <laughs> no, no, but this is we're talking the aftermarket. Like the the new the new Surleys just they just weld the plate to the bottom. Easy peasy. Do they? Um, yes. Didn't the new, come on mine. The, no, they? no, really? no, no. They just gave me the three. I was on their thing. website yesterday, and it hmm. says that it comes with a kickstand plate. Maybe they just no. They, it comes with they, a kickstand plate. They, oh, they don't put it on. It. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those bastards! I'm have to do that myself. <laughs> no, God, but you dude. were saying two things. Yes. Well, so here's where so, I'd love to hear back from you. Yes. Is tell me if it fits natively or not, because I have a 2011 long haul trucker, okay. and there might be that much of a difference in I can some theoretical yeah. metric. Okay. Um, yeah. The fit itself is perfect, uh, but the plate itself interferes in a way that I had to shave off about three millimeters ah. from the right side on the aluminum. Wait, do- what? Oh, <sighs> on, the, on the plate. No, not from the, the chain stays. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be looking at a new bike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, I had to. I had to. Um, two two things, Surly, if you're listening. One is I understand that you can't make everything compatible, and it's ridiculous of me to ask it, but I do wonder how much thought went into it. And then also, yeah, it, it didn't, it, um, you, you could, theor- like, I could have just left it and then hoped that the cable itself was more durable than the aluminum. Just and wear through the Exactly. Aluminum. <laughs> like, theoretically, you would need to, you would actually need to redo your indexing for it to shift correctly if you were indexed. Um, wow. But theoretically, it would, like, get better over time or something. Okay. Or you could just be me and angle grind it for a little bit. I was going to um, ask how you did it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Toss it in a vice, angle grind, <laughs> measure once cut a few times and then just chuck it on <laughs> that's uh, my old adage it's it's a, it's Measure a, it's once, a surly cut a few times <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how it goes right? good good <laughs> enough um yeah. and then also the aluminum itself so if you've got a older kickstand that you're putting on the grooves on the aluminum it's, it's very very smooth mm-hmm. and so you've got to really crank the shit out of it in order for it to not rotate Ah. within the stand and so the only other recommendation i'd have is if it is a mold as opposed to 3d printing or you could Uh theoretically get close in 3d printing um is to make one of the two sides with little dots or bumps or some some way to really um cause that not to rotate conceivably just wrap your chain stays in uh in old tubing Mm mm-hmm you know, with that, and way. then put a, and then just put a like standard kickstand on. No, no, or, no. And then like put the, the plate oh on no, it's, so that... it holds to the frame just fine. It's yeah. where the plate of the kickstand connects to the uh, base plate of the adapter. Oh, so it's the it's two smooth surfaces on the okay. the Greenfield kickstands. They've got those little nubs on them. Mm-hmm. So I do those, love those. Those nubs, if Surly had the equivalent nub that interfaced and matched oh, right. that on the plate, then it would be fine. But um, I actually had to, I had to. But that's pretty market specific. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just barking up a tree, which is <laughs> like my one gripe about Surly. But so so, I I actually checked it because I was curious. Yeah, I had to make the plate a tighter newton meter force than i had actually had my kickstand on previous to putting the plate on newton meter order. force is a measure of tightness yeah yeah okay. in essence um so it's I think, the amount of torque that you're putting on the bolt is it mm-hmm. not okay. yeah how but, tight was it 
Uh, so it was eight newton meters with the kickstand on standard, and it was eleven newton meters with the kickstand on with the plate oh. before it would not rotate. Ah. And, and so, the big thing on their on their and the whole reason was, they don't advise kickstands yeah, is, is because you're going to crush your chainstays. Chain so stays, anyway, yeah. um, ah. I'm I'm actually like pleased as punch that I've got it on there. Yeah, those Good, are my yeah. those are my two gripes. <laughs> but also with the kickstand plate, the pressure is on the plate itself. It's distributed. It's not on the. Yeah. it's not on the. It's a it's a wider surface area. So I, I think like you come out ahead overall. Um, it just I it's one of those chin scratchers. Right. You're like, huh? Two huh. possibilities. Either it's an oversight on the part of the manufacturer, or it's very intentional to make your experience with the kickstand as unpleasant as possible mm-hmm. so that you finally come <laughs> so, around to their point of view. Yeah. You go back and you read the blog post from <laughs> 2008 where they say, like, fuck kickstands. And then you're like, yeah, Surly, you know what? You were right. You know, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, and, I'm in your camp now. Unless you're right. Guthrie and you're smart and, and you see what they're up to. And I'm out 24 bucks for your kickstand plate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to this hill that I'm dying on. <laughs> Not dead yet. <laughs> no, it's on there. It's good to go. I need to spray paint it black, but otherwise we're good. There we go. It does come only in chrome, I think. It does. Yeah. 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 That's all right. It's version one. I'll take it. It's progress. <laughs> None of my bikes have kickstands. I, I, I truly am like, I, I, it's like one of those personal things where like, I'm happy with my choice. I'm as, I'm as happy with anybody else's choices <laughs> in that regard. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I am a fan of kickstands. Yep. <laughs> uh, I I get their use for people, but like we're gonna start yeah, a whole like I've, comment war. People are just gonna oh, write in. No, this is this is. <laughs> I know I I know of, I've crossed this bridge before on this of show. The con- but... Controversial statements I've ever made on this show. This is the most controversial. This is the one that's gotten the most response from people. Our yep. email address is yeah. the Sprocket Podcast at gmail.com. We're on all the major social media networks. Yeah, some Sprocket of the smaller podcast. ones. Yeah. This is the, yeah. Maybe this is me I, complaining because I, I didn't have new bike day this week. Uh, I didn't have new bike day, but I brought I brought my old bike out. Yeah. For, old for, bike day. Yeah. My mystery. It's gorgeous, bike. by the way. Twenty four inch wheels on a twelve inch mountain frame. That's so, beautiful. <laughs> it's just sits so low to the ground. I, I like it. it. Yeah. It's fabulous. So agile. And so I I have a uh, uh, front rack on it, you know, that holds like a handlebar bag. Yeah. Uh, but the handlebar bag I use, I recently broke the Decalor and replaced it and never put a compatible Decalor, you know, to, to interface with it for this one. So what I did was I rigged my... Uh, Saddlebag quick release ah. onto the current decalure that's on there, and so now I just put my saddlebag on on the front. Smart, and nice. Yeah, it actually it feels really good with it on there. That's great. It's probably in a more solid mounted position than it would be on your rear end, right? I mean, um, it, it'd be about the same, except that the weight is lower. Okay. So in that regard, it feels better. Better yeah. for your balance. Yeah. Nice. When you have like these small wheels like this, you want to keep the weight pretty low. Yeah, I think just the overall proportions of it are about as perfect as one can get for a bike of its size. Yeah, mm. like <laughs> there's something. It's like art, you know. When you look at it, uh-huh. you sometimes can't put it to words, but it just satisfies you in a certain way. Mm. I would yes. say that is true of this bike. It, I I would agree. I definitely like look at this and. Like I don't ride it that much either. But, you, but it's like that, like 
just kind of nice to look at. Ephemeral appreciation yeah. of like its existence. Yeah. I thought of putting like BMX bars on it at one point and I just can't bring myself to do it. Like, yeah. I really like the, the, I don't know, what are those, mustache or gull wing? Yeah. Hey, have, have we got mail by any chance? Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll just do this I, yeah, out of order. Just, uh, apropos to nothing, but I was just curious if we had any mail. We got mail. <laughs> hey, we got mail. Apropos of nothing. Alex. So I, I posted a picture um, of this bike, of the mischief bike. And yes, go ahead. Alex L. responds to Aaron's mischief bike. Is that a BMX with a B-17 and mustache bars? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> it's about as close to one as I think I've ever seen or, yeah, as we've ever gotten. Technically and, not a BMX bike. And No, but before I got this, I would often muse with my housemates at the time, you know, what would it be like to mount a derailleur onto a BMX bicycle? Yeah. Mm. And, and wait, what? What on the on the seat tube? What does it say? <clears throat> DMX? Uh, no, it does say BMX. It does on say it BMX. That's a that's a decal that I got from a BMX shop. Oh, okay, <laughs> in I got gotcha. Blissfield, Michigan. Bunkers oh, BMX. Nice. Did you take if this? If you bike? ever end up in Blissfield, Michigan, yeah. go visit them. Did you take this back there? No, no, okay. no. But I had that decal, and this is my sticker bike. I won't really Perfect. put a lot of stickers on any of my other bikes. So, mm. Except this one. I love that's, it. That's another yeah. hill to die on. Stickers or no stickers. <laughs> stickers or no stickers. Yeah. Yeah. In, in I, terms of I bikes. like the allure of stickers because it kind of gives the bike like a history, mm-hmm. you know, that you can read on the bike. But aesthetically, on all my other bikes except this one, I just couldn't couldn't bring myself to mm-hmm. do it. You want them to look like they'd be really nice to steal. Um, no, but I <laughs> would just want them to look really nice. That's just how I feel about mine. Like, I haven't put any stickers on my frame yet, but I want to mm-hmm. so badly because I just want to dress it up so it doesn't look like a stealable bike. But that's the whole glory of having a black bike. I guess it so. just like blends. I guess yeah. you're like, yeah, you're like, yes, look at all these other shiny things. Don't, don't look at this surly brand new 2018 <laughs> brand surly. New. Look at these shiny decals you know what and I've these seen? shiny components that haven't seen use and all that stuff. <laughs> What I've seen a lot with with those is um, people will take the the decals off, right? And I've been contemplating and, that myself. And yeah, certainly themselves, <clears throat> you know, almost advises it. Like this is why we don't clear code our frames. Yep. Right. Heat, heat gun and a credit card. There and you go. Ten minutes of your time. All right. Never mind. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> a lighter, if that's all that you have. Perfect. Oh, you know what you should do? Is special order the black decals. Oh, right. So I can still say, this is what this bike is. Black decals on a black frame. Yeah, none more black. No, wait, no, you can't do that, because I'm totally doing that (laughs) on my next Surly frame. I think I'm the guy who has the frame right now. I think I might do that. (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) I told you what the bike's name is, right? Oh, you did, but then I forgot it. Like from Spinal Tap, none more black. None more black, You ask yourself, how much blacker could it be? Mm. And the answer is none. None more black. Well, now you do have to. That's, okay. that's my condone, bike's name. I condone the go order the set of Thank black you. decals. Thank you. And black head badge. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> what are they, don't they call that like when you have a custom car? Don't they call it murdered out? Where yep. it's just like yep. everything's like completely black. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Have you have you heard that before? Um 
No, I haven't. Oh, really? No. No, I, I thought it was a, a bike industry thing. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was a Toyota thing or something. Oh, I don't know. I apparently, it's just, it's both. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. None more black. I've seen, um, I think the closest I get to it is there's like skins that you can apply to vehicles that you can take off at further points in time. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's more used as a protective measure. Gotcha. So that, you know, you. Uh, not me, but the people with that eight hundred thousand dollar Ferrari or something. <laughs> you 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 skin it, and then if you need to resell it or something like oh, that, right. you just you peel pull it back the skin off. off and, um, you're you're you know. saying that eight hundred thousand dollar Ferrari in the lot is not yours? No, that's somebody else's. Okay, all right. I I did I did talk to them briefly. You had me fooled when you stepped <laughs> out of it. <laughs> oh well, that was my doppelganger. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> I, the only sticker I have on my bike, which I actually think I need to replace at this time, uh, used to say bike theft equals bad karma. Ah. Um, but due to where my leg is on my bike, I've slowly rubbed it off with my knee over the years. Um, and so who knows? The Queen of Pain may be looking for another sticker soon. Ah, what does it say now? Uh, it says... <laughs> it's completely obliterated. <laughs> nope, it's gone. Yeah. Bike theft equals bad yeah. car. I like to think... I liked, like, in my... It's probably just nobody noticed it, but the first time I um, got my uh, cavity filled here in Portland, I was at I was on Hawthorne in like 50th at the dentist, and I was in like such a state that I just set my bike on the rack and oh. then went into my appointment. Oh yeah, and I came outside and it was still there, and wow. I like to attribute it to my sticker saying, "There like, you go." Like you know, some thief probably looked at that and then was like, "Oh." No, I don't want any bad karma, <laughs> bad karma. today. Yeah, yeah. can't no. do it. Pre- but I can't pre- afford that. I've already stolen no. too many other bikes. Exactly. Like the two <laughs> off of our porch uh, oh, a couple of years ago. That but is sad. We won't talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for the longest time, I only had one sticker on the red hair among horses. Uh, and it was a sprocket sticker, the square ones. Yeah. Um, and I put it like on the seat tube. Uh-huh. Wait, is it the seat tube? Right. The one that goes straight up and down? Right, but not the one that attaches to the saddle. Right, the one that the that tube goes into. That's, that's still that's the seat tube. tube yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Good. I'm I'm looking at it, the the designated mechanic. For yeah, confirmation. A, I'm pretty sure that's the seat tube. Okay. Yeah, if you're on the drive side of the bike, it would be the left tube. You're kidding me, right? Right. No. The drive yes. side. The one it, that's not the chain stay. Yeah. No, it's nor neither the, the seat stay nor the chain stays. Yeah. It's the one that so that it's the left the side of the drive. You mean, it's the seat, you mean it's the seat tube, right? Yeah. Yes. You're good. Wait. So what do you call <laughs> what do you call the the one that the uh, the saddle connects to? Is that also the seat tube? Would it not be? I don't know. But one is the oh. one the thing goes into. And the other like one is the thing. Yeah. Am I thinking of two different tubes? <clears throat> saddle tube. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think we've belabored belabored this point too much. Down tube. So, anyways. I had it on the on the seat tube. <laughs> it says BMX below. on it. I have no clue. Whenever it says BMX, I'm just like, Psh. it doesn't matter. It's not Swing a BMX though. It's not really. It's a mountain frame. It just looks Could've like a BMX. Could have fooled me. It's decaled up. <laughs> um, so the sticker was on the seat tube just below the seat stays. Okay. So it was like, you know, and facing backwards. Yeah. So uh, anyone behind me might be able to see that. But ah, you kind of gotcha. have to be looking. It's almost like its own branding. Okay. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. Random yeah. thought. I'll insert yes. it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Put a pin in that. <laughs> uh, one scotch, one bourbon, one beer. John Lee Hooker. 
Boom. John Lee Hooker. Yeah, there it is. Damn it. Okay. There it is. I, sorry, I had to regain some cred there. Yeah, Perfect. Right. Perfect. I, I lost all my cred. You're good. <laughs> I so had that was both. the only secret up until up until we produced the Who the Heck is Guthrie oh, series. Yes. And I put that mm-hmm. on my top tube. Top tube. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I'm actually going to put that sticker on the Surly as well. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I think that's going to be its replacement. It's a good measurement of how much wear the top tube goes through in a day. Mm-hmm. Because that sticker is almost gone on my top tube. Ah. It's like all torn up. You lean yeah. your bike against a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just leaving that there. I don't know why you, why you all staring at me like that. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> 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 why are y'all staring at me? I don't know. What are you looking at? Why? Why is that so funny? <laughs> all the marks on your top tube, man. Yep. From all that bike leaning on on things. Yeah, because because that's what you do. Uh, wait, wait. You just lean your bike. On I'm things. so sorry. <laughs> no, I I know I walked into that one. Uh. No, it's a, it's, it's a good, it's a badge of honor. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, I've got lots of scratches and whatnot. There's a point where I want to, I fantasize about clear coating the bike, but with all the scratches and everything on it so that it like also preserves all the scratches. Right. Right. Yeah. Like a a document in time. Yeah. This is what this bike looked like and will forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. From here on out. I think it's I think it's nice how bikes age like that. I've I've always been towards the camp of the damage and scars that a bike accumulates are a sign that it's getting use and things that see use are worth like honoring in that respect. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think I like your clear coat idea. You should do it. Hey, where do you store your bikes now? Well, I got myself I, a bike shed. We we talked a little bit about this, but it just, was yeah, only we, in the works. But. Just that we were constructing it. It's yeah. done now. Um, with the uh, There's a couple of small pieces, like trim pieces I need to put on to keep it weatherproofed. But uh, yeah, um, Aaron from... Uh, Aaron Green, author yeah, of We Were Like Sons, founder of the Regrainery. Yep, that's the one. Uh, he, Ooh. he had built one of his own in his yard, and I said, hey, I'd like a shed. Could you help me build one? And he said, sure, let's do it. So now there's a shed in my so, yard. This is like almost like a regrainery project. Basically, right? yeah. You know? I'm not sure if it doesn't have his brand on it, but I mean, well, it's got get his him work to put it on there. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I yeah. also do sheds. <laughs> I I realized that uh, when you're building a, a bike shed, consider how many bikes you have. Uh oh. Because Did you build it too small. It is too small for all of my <laughs> oh, bikes. <no. laughs> but that's just maybe because I have too many bikes. Nope. That's probably nope. not the problem. Actually, no. you know how to solve that, right? Well, get another bike. Another bike, exactly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> then you'll have way too many bikes, and that's yeah. the problem solved. And, th- and then you'll definitely need a bigger shed instead that's of it. just being somewhere in the middle on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it uh, it's a perfect, a perfectly sized for what we want to use it for. And we like, you know, I have one bike I ride for everything. Uh, my wife Adele has two bikes that she rides for most things, and we have this new baby stroller that we're or trailer stroller combo that we're going to use to carry our son around in. And so it fits in there. I've got a place to put my tall bike. And I think the trick is I've got my grandpa's vintage tandem. And that's the one oh. that we don't ride much. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. thinking, oh, I don't want to carry this up and down the stairs. But uh, I, I thought think, it was unrideable. 
It's uh, it's been fixed. It's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of gone in between the yeah. two states uh, from time to time. Now it just needs, I think, air in the tires. Right on. But uh, the brakes are old and uh, doesn't need. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't take that much, I guess, to get out of control. And so I don't feel good riding it around all oh, that much anymore. Yeah. Like it's squirrely. Uh, it's just like it's so much bike and so little brake. Um, okay. The brakes themselves, I guess, they're not old because I replaced the wheel. It's a it's a back pedal brake. And the brakes, as far as I understand, like a coaster brake. It's a coaster brake. It okay. would stop a. It would stop one bicycle of its size, but this is two old steel frames welded together by my grandpa in 1950. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah. You know, it's just too much steel, not enough brake. Uh, that could be fixed, but I don't have the time to to modify like, it. Like, are there brake mounts on it? Uh, no, no, it's oh. all it's all back pedal. It would take oh. some modification yeah, for sure. You would have to find somebody to weld like brake. Yeah, that sounds something. exciting. Yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's a good looking piece. So I feel like you know, someday when I get a big house way up in the West Hills, I'll hang it in my garage <laughs> so that people can look at it and just, stare at it and be like, like, "Oh, that that's song. so cute." Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, for the longest time, I did not, I did not get that it was referencing the West Hills of Portland. Art Alexakis lived in Portland's yeah. West Hills. And yeah. when he wrote, I will buy you a new life, he, uh, he described the big house in the West Hills. That really? He oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Whoa. Absolutely. Yeah. It's probably wow. not that same house, but Adele and I did go to a Halloween party of his one time. Son of a gun. Yeah. And, uh, nice and guy. And it was a big house way up in the West Hills. It was, it was actually on the West slope. So, oh. um, even farther away. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Anyways, if I ever get a house like that, I would hang the tandem there. Is that a uh, dream of yours? You know, it's not. I don't aspire to it like as my first goal. Uh-huh. But if it happens, that's where I'll hang the tandem for sure. So I think I'll put it back in the basement for now, and then we'll have just enough space in this new shed to hang all of our useful bicycle implements. And I think it'll be good. So, um, yeah. And we have the the Cougar, oh, sorry, the Thule Chariot Cougar 1, which holds one child. Of average size. And a small cougar. And a small cougar. <laughs> gotta ha- gotta leave room for the cougar. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the cougar 2, I guess, holds two kids. And oh. so the cougar 1 is, uh, it's a combination jogging, regular, and bike trailer stroller. So it serves hmm. all three functions. And um, Is it a three-wheel? It's a three-wheel wheel setup, yeah. Oh. And so the, the thing is, you've got two wheels in back that are what they're like 20 inches something like that pneumatic tires Uh and then you can attach different front ends so you could have two wheels in front if you just wanted it to be a stroller or you could have one wheel in front locked in place as a jogging stroller so if you're Mm -hmm. jogging uh, it doesn't get away from you Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can also you can obviate that front wheel and kick up the wheel and turn it into a bike trailer. So it's got two wheels on the ground and mm. it mounts to uh, your axle with a hitch right mount. On. So um, I've done all the things where I've I've pulled the hitch mounts off the internet and had them delivered to me. So I've got two extras. That way we don't have to change out the mounting mechanism uh, yes. every time we want to switch who pulls the trailer. Yes. <laughs> uh, each one of us can have one on our bikes. Yep. And I guess conceivably... Since we have three bikes, I have one, she has two. You got one for the tandem, obviously. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that goes to break. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I've been trying to figure out, and there are so many different perspectives on this. Uh, so my son, Cyrus, he is now almost three, almost four weeks old. And that means he's time, almost a month old. Time just goes by so fast. I know, right? You're growing um, up. Well, we're going to put him in the station wagon next week, send him off to college. So, uh, the trying to figure out how we're going to get him around, uh, because we currently still don't own a car. Um, 
I just had a change of jobs, and I was darn close to buying a car uh, this weekend. I Ooh, did not. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you off the record, like, uh, yeah, if that no. was a possibility. On the record, I will say I don't own a car, and I decided not to buy one this weekend. So, right power to you. Going to see yeah. how long I can ride this wave and see how it works. Yeah. Uh, but figuring out getting a kid around town in a low car lifestyle is tricky. Uh, we have a car seat. We've got the uh, what is it? The Graco. I think Graco or Graco, it's the brand. It's oh, one of the really famous yeah, yeah. ones that a lot of people use. Great car seat, and you can mount that car seat in any vehicle and take your baby around. So plenty of car rental options, both short-term, long-term. You've got your traditional car rental companies. You've got your uh, car to go and reach now. Short-term rentals point-to-point. Point. You can rent using Turo and Get Around, although I will say Get Around if you're traveling with friends does have a weird policy where uh, you as the renter are covered, but your friend, even if they are a member, is not covered under the insurance policy. No so if someone besides the renter drives that car, all bets are off. Wow. So choose your designated driver carefully. Uh, rather, choose your car rental service carefully when yeah. you have a designated driver who wants to help out. Are they protected under accident if you are correctly driving, yet they get hurt? Uh, that's a good question. It's worth looking in the terms of service. Interesting. And lots of terms of service have been changing these days. I'm so, sure. You yeah. Know, please also review. check with your credit card that yes. you use to secure it because sometimes they, that trumps the uh, whatever insurance that you buy with the... Right. Um, mm -hmm. With the Yeah. I learned this recently having rented a car. Yeah. And uh, actually, if we were to buy the extra insurance that they always try to sell you on. Then it negates your it credit negates cards insurance. Yep. Which actually covered more. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And we ran into I that a, too. I have a partner that, you know, reads fine print. There you go. And pointed that out to me. Yeah. Whereas for the credit card that I use, um, I believe that, what is it? This is secondary insurance and it's only reimbursement. So oh, okay. if I crash a car that costs $35,000, I need to cough up $35,000 and then hope they will reimburse me for right. that cost. Oh. <laughs> so I always buy the rental insurance at the counter <laughs> because yep. I want that. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it could, it's that peace of mind calculation. Right. Right. What's it worth to you? Yep. Uh, maybe it's worth the amount. Maybe it's fourteen fifty. Or, or more importantly, can I afford to be wrong? Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong, Donnie. You just crashed a car. <laughs> But no, it's just, uh, it's interesting thinking about, because so there's plenty of ways to get around. Uh, there's the germ tube that is public transit. I love public transit. I will take him on public transit anytime it's safe. Yeah. He's still so young right now, it doesn't feel like the right no, thing. No. Uh, we've done a lot of walking. The Ergo is a really great uh, solution for getting him around. But going for a ride with a bicycle, uh, this is not necessarily how it is everywhere. But in the state of Oregon, a child on a bicycle has to wear a helmet under 16. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Now, the problem comes that uh, my infant child will There's not support, no helmet that yeah, will not support yep. a helmet on his head. Uh, yeah. His little neck is going to be uh, permanently damaged if he wears a helmet. Yep. So I can't in good conscience put a helmet on him because that would hurt him. Yeah. What if you put a neck brace on him and then put a <laughs> See, that's one possibility. In. Yeah. Uh, there's this thing. There that, are reasons why I don't have children, by the yes. way. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's an interesting point, though, because like at the bike shop with trailer rentals, you, you kind of have that conversation with parents sure. often. Did you have that conversation a lot? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, just about any time you rent a trailer to somebody in that age range. Yeah. Because uh, Burley, at least for ours um and i'm sure of other manufacturers as well they they kind of make like a 
space patter, if you will. Okay. So, so the trailer fits great if you're 18 months and on. But if you're in that like six to 18 month, they have like a it, the Burley calls it the snuggler. Ah. Uh, but it takes up that extra space. But it's say, like a Batman villain, exactly. So usually it's the conversation <laughs> of like, you can take this. I wouldn't recommend putting it on your child. In fact, I would recommend against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to tell you not to use this. Yeah. But here's the thing. Exactly. That will f- serve this function. Keep, keep keep it in the trailer. That yeah. way, if you know somebody pokes around or asks a question, you're not getting like reprimanded in your duties as an, as a parent or some right. BS like that. Right. But, um, yeah, I'd much rather a kid with no spinal damage than a kid who's wearing a helmet. Me too. At that age. Yeah. So here's the thing. You can stick a child in a car seat, a safety seat, uh-huh. Uh you can uh, you can legally and appropriately secure that inside the vehicle without a helmet. Yeah, and then you can hurtle down a freeway at 75 miles an hour <laughs> depending on where you are. No legally, problem. Totally in a, safe. In a metal totally death cage. Totally safe. Yes. Yeah. Uh but the instant you take that uh, car seat and put it into a bike trailer, boo. People will say that might yep. not be the best thing and Bad that parent. could be Bad legal parent. repercussions. So I'm trying to you figure out You are endangering your child. What going what, yeah. a maximum mm-hmm. of ten to fifteen miles per hour? Right in a, an inherently stable bike trailer. Yes. Um. So I'm cu- I'm curious what the law says because people who know me know that I like to follow rules. <laughs> uh, and more than that, I want to. Avoid but if liability. a law is unjust, should you follow it? So here's the thing. Uh, one of my friends sent me. Uh, there, there's a religious exemption clause in <laughs> Oregon state law, and this is the thing. I'm like, liking where this is it. going. In Idaho, you don't have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle as a full-grown-ass adult. Right. Right? So... Do you in Oregon? Yes. Oh. You have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle in Oregon. In Idaho, you don't. So I'm not sure if Idaho has uh, different laws, for example, about uh, kids in bike trailers. I don't know. Um, And Is this how you're going to announce that you're moving to Idaho? Well... (laughs) Don't tread on me. <laughs> oh, damn. So, no, yeah, I'm, I'm here for now. But the thing about trying to figure out, like, what's up, uh, I think the exemption in Oregon law, and this is just how it works in Oregon, and anybody who lives in Europe is laughing right now because they're like, you people are ridiculous, yeah. you and your yeah. lawyers. And they would be mostly you laws. You your litigious society. That's how yeah. I feel, man. Yeah. And yet, I like to follow rules. More, I just don't want to get in trouble. So... Figuring out, I can respect that. The exemption in Oregon law is you're exempted from wearing protective headgear if it violates a religious belief. Hmm. So I want to know: Can I start a religion that's based around the sanctity of a child's head and neck? I mean, and doing no harm. I to hear that. Uh, if, if looking, taken, but there's a couple other good yeah, names. If out you're there. looking for permission, I totally grant it to you. I could even help you start this religion. I have experience with starting religions, and I'm just saying, I I, I need to start the religion before I need to use the religion to justify my actions. So I, I think I need to start the religion now. What if you adopt a, uh, an existing religion? But, are but there any, we change our tenants. Are there any I mean, with that? they change their hmm. tenants. Yes. We, <laughs> they. Whichever pronouns you prefer for the religion yeah. that we're speaking about. Sure. I'm sure. just thinking like the order of the sacred head or something like that. Yes. Like you, could, you could start something <laughs> I like, like this. this. actually. Dude, yeah, it's, that's really it's interesting, Brock, because I just recall you saying that you filed the incorporation papers for order of the sacred head just earlier this week. I'm glad you recall and, that. And now we're just recording this for posterity. I'm glad it's a matter of public record. In case right. you ever yes. need to draw upon that knowledge in the future. That's excellent. Yes. Well, if you'd like to join my religion, you can email this rocket podcast at gmail.com. We'll band together and we'll rise above tyranny to protect the heads and necks of our children because nothing will, is more sacred. Will you uh will you do marriages? 
Absolutely. As, as reverend. Not of babies. Sacred. That would be wrong. <laughs> no, no. They can't We're not consent. talking about child marriage. No, but I, I will. I mean, I am also an ordained Universal Life Church minister, so I will do your yeah. wedding if you'd like me to. I, we're not getting married. No, just you in general. The, oh, the, you know, the, the, the general you. The non-specific yes. you. Yes. Any, of oh. you yes. any of you listening, you want me to marry you? Let me know. I do require at least one premarital counseling session to make sure that you're not going to hate each other forever. Right on. Yeah, because I don't do those. I got I got another uh, from coworker Brad. I got another like confrontation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You have to marry her. Well, I am a universal <laughs> life church minister. <laughs> I, I just come back with like, that's really not anything that we're going to do. We're, we don't really want that right now. <laughs> Too fucking bad. Yep. Yep. Speaking of the band Cake, we yeah. are building a religion. We're building it bigger. Yes. We're widening the <laughs> corridors and adding more lanes. <laughs> we're building a religion <laughs> of limited edition. That's right. We are now accepting callers for these pen and keychains. It is useless to resist it. To resist it is useless. <laughs> His cigarette is burning, but it never seems to ash. We're I, built. Well, shit. I forget where it so, goes from there. But yeah, anyways, that's that's something that's been on my yeah. mind recently. And there are other people who say, you to know. Resist it is useless. It, it is, is useless, useless to, to resist, resist it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is serving the food. He is in the music business. He is calling you dude. Anyways, <laughs> there are other people who would say, just put the kid in the trailer. Make sure they are physically safe and don't worry about the rules. Right. And I'm not sure how I feel about that because, I, again, I'm afraid of getting caught. So my recommendation. But, oh, after you. Well, I mean, what exactly are are the repercussions of getting caught like is it is it a fine that you can just contest in which they would probably just throw out because it's uh, a waste of their time to recontest it because it's petty or right. do they call dhs and they take your child away? right and right. if you happen to work in an industry Isn't uh, that revolves around transporting children they also that say might you be might it. not be fit for this industry right. or, or you could say i'm extra fit in <laughs> fact i'm super fit <laughs> i'm making my own rules uh no uh I wonder if, as a in between, the plausibility of a helmet that is child sized just kind of chilling in the front compartment, mm -hmm. so that you can say, "Oh, he must have fiddled it off." Oh, it must have fallen. It must have fallen. I don't know what because happened. obviously, officer, there's a helmet here and a kid here. His little and they're in the same hands. space. Yeah, they they must have just clipped yeah. that thing and thrown it right off. I've looked he's, for infant helmets. He's very they, they actually don't make them. Right. Yeah, there'd be big problems, I think, just yeah. in the liability no. that comes along oh, with manufacturing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the thing. There's also a product, and I want to be very clear, because this is a matter of public record, I want to be very clear. I'm not doing this. In no way am I doing this. And I wouldn't recommend anybody do that to circumvent local laws or policies. That would be wrong. But there is a product. That being said, there's something called a walking helmet that you can put on your child. And it's uh, designed to protect a child's head oh, in the like event that, say, they're walking walk. or you're walking with them and yes. they fall over. It could protect their I head. I think I've seen mm -hmm. these before. Um, yeah. Now, it's not an impact helmet. It's not going to protect them in the event of uh, a crash with a motor vehicle. But what fucking asshole hits a baby with a car? Yep. That's a problem. A real fucking asshole. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, again, not saying I, I'm not even speculating about this. I'm just saying that exists. Yes. I'll leave it there. And the law states that a child must wear a helmet. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure what the gray area is. Like, does the law about a child on a bicycle, does that extend to a bicycle trailer or not? I don't I know. I mean, hmm. and there's another way you could make the case, well, the kid is not on a bike. Yeah. It is not, you know, physically perched on top of a bike. 
It is in a trailer. That's it's, right. You know, got a, a seat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Secured. Secured yeah, in a there, safe there vehicle. A safe. I, I don't conveyance. know what. Like secondary just, compartment. That's my right. My brain just went blank. What yeah. is the word for that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good news is, in six to seven months, his neck will be strong enough to support a helmet. Yeah. And then, man, look out! He's going to be on a bike all the time. All the yeah. goddamn time. That's right. So I cannot anyways. wait. Um, I'm curious. Yeah. Because I see this. I'm not on the social media very much. But when you do. But when I do social media, or usually when I'm peering over Anna's shoulder as she does social media. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yes. And and usually sometime before she swats me and says, go away, I'm looking at stuff here. Yeah. Uh, I do see like people who post like like shots of their kids and and some of it's cool because like you know i get to see what my cousins are up to with their children right and 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 little little ike is is riding a a bike i did not mean for that to rhyme but it's a real real ass thing that apparently yeah Um, Ike, ike is just that badass he is actually he's a very serious child i've never seen him smile (laughs) um but yeah like what is your stance on 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 social media and and your child. You're not going to see my kid on social media a whole lot. Uh, I'm not quashing it. Like if somebody else holds them and they want to put their picture up, they're like, look at this cute baby. He's a cute baby. I won't argue the fact. He takes after his parents. I will attest to this. That is a cute baby. Thank you. Thank you. Right down to the mustache. Oh yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's, it's a family trait, (laughs) but yeah, it, uh, I, I, I'm not going to, it was an interview with John C. Riley when he was on uh, Mark Maron's WTF. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a basically Mark is like, so John Riley, tell me about your kids. And, you know, John Riley says, you know, I, I'm going to let them talk about themselves when they're 18 and they can make their own decisions about privacy and whatnot. But that's, right on. yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. I'm yeah. Like, you know, he's a cute kid. You get to see him if you come around in real life. Uh, I'm not putting them up for you just for public review. You're not going to do baby's first steps on no. the face page. No, when I yeah. when I had the baby, well, when Adele had the baby, <laughs> I changed my Facebook picture to my baby picture. I saw that. Yeah, and a I lot of people were like, "Oh, clever. what a cute baby!" And I said, "Thank you." <laughs> I certainly was, yeah, but it was a picture. I thought of me. that was really clever. It wasn't yeah. a picture of him. Yeah. I was making that choice as an adult about the picture of myself. So that's what I'd like him to do. Yeah. I should probably talk just a little bit about, uh, before we wrap up here, I believe we still have uh, headlines as well, right? Yes. Um, we've got uh, some interesting things in the future coming up. Um, first of all, Guthrie, got to say thank you so much for stepping in, filling the gap. Fucking A, man. Being here. Cheers. I'm going to hold up this unopened beer. From Cheers. the beer market, the Southeast from, Division of yes. 12. Great Cheers. place to have uh, a drink, by the way. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, stepping in and filling the gap. We were talking before we rolled tape about how... Uh, I had been podcasting for seven years and uh, just needed some time away from the mic, and you were happy to step in and fill in and all that. And uh, I had anticipated coming back on mic as a co-host, and suddenly life changed. Um, I took a new job. I am changing, not changing careers, but I'm advancing in my career, I guess. And that means that I'm not going to have as much time to do podcasting as I thought I would. So um, that's exciting, but it also means that I'm not going to be here on mic as much uh, as I thought. So what changes for you the listener practically nothing you'll still hear aaron and guthrie here every week hello uh yeah uh you ain't getting rid of us yet that's it guthrie, nice you're, try. you're taking a trip <laughs> in the next couple of weeks so you'll be away for a bit uh, i'll be in next week and you'll still be able to to like do that for that's that right time. my life yeah. will not have changed so yet cool. yeah and then uh thereafter it'll be uh 
it'll be kind of what you've come to expect. Um, I, I apologize if I set up anybody's expectations, uh, but you know, my expectations have been changed along with yours. So, uh, but it's a good time. It's, uh, I really appreciate what you two do here on the show and I'm uh, really happy to see it continue and, uh, I'll still be here. So I'm uh, looking forward to dropping in as, as time goes on. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, I will be, I, next time I come back, I'll talk about train commuting because yeah. I think that's what I'm going to be doing because now my new job uh, happens in a different city. I was curious about that. Yeah. How to get there. I'm curious too. I'm going to find out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, well, I you've know, been down there a few times, right? Yes. Yes. So far it's been in rented or borrowed cars. Oh, okay. You never tried the, the commuter rail yet. I, I think, yeah. The, the biggest thing as a person who doesn't own a car, I don't want to be the guy who's always like, hey man, can I borrow your car? Right. So um, I'm working out kind of how do I make vehicles available? How do I not wear out my friends who have cars for loan and how can I do it on a budget? So yeah, a lot of that has to do probably with taking the train. Uh, Amtrak runs in this part of the country, uh, a commuter train between it's, it's, it serves a number of functions, but essentially it's a commuter train between here and where I'll be working. And you can get multi-ride tickets and you can punch those tickets whenever you want. You don't even need a reservation. I understand. So nice. My plan is to bicycle to the station. Uh, I'm going to bring two U-locks and my security cable and lock up my bike after I've taken the keys to it and cover it in stickers. I I don't even know if that is enough, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, That being said... There are... We've got to get you some connections (laughs) with like a bike locker near there. There might be... If it it picks up where I think it picks up, there might be covered like bike lockers that I would suggest way more than... Hell yeah. Right. Leaving your bike out. So... We're going to have to talk this over, and I would love anybody who's listening, if you have uh, security tips for bikes, or if you know someone in downtown Portland that wants, uh, just wants to have someone's bike in their space to keep it safe, that's a possibility I would look into. But uh, I'm looking into ways to ride the bike down to the station, ride the train, come back at the end of the day, ride home. So that's my plan. But we'll get you set up. Thank you. Yeah. So anyways, that's that's it. But thanks for spending time with me, guys. I appreciate it. And thanks for uh, doing the work here. Thanks for continuing to make this happen in the ways that you make this happen it's a good time which i think it's worth mentioning that you still are pretty involved even though you're not on mic i am behind the scenes i don't know like if if we ever really highlighted the fact that you know none of this would would be posted in the timely manner that we posted. <laughs> yeah, you you wouldn't yeah. actually hear the podcast were not for Brock right. behind the scenes. Right. Well, I tell you, every every morning when you wake up and you check eagerly to see if the Sprocket podcast has refreshed and there's a new episode there, I have placed it lovingly with my own two fingers. Yes. And when you wake up in the morning and you check the feed and refresh it and it's not there, it's because I haven't finished editing it yet. Well, you're using your own two fingers. <laughs> yes. With your T-Rex arms <laughs> to move it from one place to another. And then I reach out my T-Rex arm and I put it where it needs to go. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, T-Rex arms. Uh, we were doing arm stretches uh, when we went mountain biking with Paula. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, you do like the whole like, mm-hmm. um, it's like the typers. Or the typists stretch. You stretch up and down. Yeah. And roll your wrist. Mine hurt so much. Like I cramped up into oh. like the T-Rex yeah. position. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Gravel's they'll fun. Stay th- they'll stay right? this way. I, you know, it's fun at, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Well, hey, we got some headlines, yeah? Yeah. Let's do some headlines. 
What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. We've got a new donor. Welcome, yeah! Dale Flores. No relation. No relation. Dale says, I started with episode 133 and I'm up to 414. Congrats, Dale. That's a long stretch there. Thanks for thanks for listening in. Uh, I, I hope that sh- wasn't all in one sitting. Oh, it was definitely one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Marathon Sprocket Podcast. Got an uh, some of those are really long. <laughs> an envelope right here riding around in my handlebar bag. Yeah. Um, that is going to go out to him uh, with some stickers and a patch because he uh, he opted for the patch level. We appreciate yeah. your support. Patch level! An excellent level. It is. Uh, Dale says, I love the show with Aaron and Brock and have found Guthrie to be a great addition. Damn right. As a Mexican good kid growing up in rural Michigan attending MSU, I immediately identified with Aaron, but the cast of characters in Portland has really made me want to visit Fine Beer Mongers. Now, what's their address again? A Southeast Division and 12th. That it is. Or Southeast 12th and Division. That's depending true. on how you approach it. Mm-hmm. And to ride to Battleground or Cascade Locks. Thanks for all you do to support cycling culture. If you're ever out here, we will totally ride to one of those. Yes. You. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Let us know. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was going to say that anybody who supports us at the patch level also gets a phone call saying thank you. So, Dale, you got to send us your phone number. And if anybody else wanted a phone call and hasn't got one yet, Send us your phone number. Yeah. We might even call you on air. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I'm curious as to where you grew up in rural Michigan. Uh, Man, yeah. This this could be an episode in and of itself. Just like two Mexican kids growing up in rural Michigan talking about how we got into bikes. Sounds like a plan. All right, Dale. We'll be talking in the future. Thank you so much. Uh, Next. Hey, there's a new podcast in town. That there is, and er, or on the internet. (laughs) Or on the internet, yes. (laughs) Uh, So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I ran across the Bike Karma Bicycle Podcast sticker, and I was like, oh, shoot, there's a new podcast in Portland. Turns out it was a visiting podcast from the East Coast, uh, but reached out to them. And if you get a moment and are looking to extend your radar in terms of bicycle podcasts, I would definitely encourage folks to check out... um, from the podcast, the overall message of the show is about any type of bicycle-related story. It's um, meaning to be no drop in terms of being accessible and relatable to even new riders and interesting stories that are always welcome. Stickers available for the asking over at the Bike Karma Bicycle Podcast. It's amazing. It's yeah. a no drop podcast. It's a no, <laughs> no drop, drop podcast. I love it. Um, <laughs> what do they it, do with their episodes? Well, so um, in their episodes themselves, I. I I, I would say it's, it is no drop. Um, but what I noticed is they have a really nice way that they weave, uh, sort of music and different sound effects into the shows. Oh, so nice. I found myself kind of just like lost in a trance listening to their most recent one. Um, it's a newer podcast. I think they're only up to like 25. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. Um, 25, 30. So just getting going there. Um, but if you're looking for something to perk your ears up in the bike world, definitely recommend checking them out. That's awesome. But yeah. usually when a podcast releases an episode, they would say that it drops. So if it's a no drop podcast, <laughs> it's a it's a drop no drop. <laughs> they drop the cast, but they don't drop your ears when I you're love, when yeah. you're listening to. And do we have the um, sound I, piece from that by chance? I don't, but I can put it in in post. Perfect, yep. perfect. Boom! There it goes. Also from our headlines, uh, from an Instagram post earlier this week from our friends over at Pathless Pedals. Hi, Russ and Laura. Hi. 
Um, so right. good, good to hear from you and good to see you. We wanted to read your Instagram post because we felt it um, tr- sort of struck a chord and, and you're definitely onto something here. Uh, Pathless Pedal says, our theory after a decade of making bike content, trying to really serve and speak to the big forgotten group in the middle. Also, to be clear, there's nothing wrong with racing or going fast. Some of our best friends are racers, but have um, but to only have that one type of riding be validated, celebrated, and coddled by the industry sort of blows. Yes, the extremes grow and inspire the middle, but there are just as many people that can't identify with the podium that are off uh, that are put off from cycling. Uh, so what we have is a little infographic there, um, and on the left. Uh, portion there's three bars the elite road racing and then on the right the extreme downtown uh, or downhill mountain biking and then in the middle is just tiny little bar which represents uh, just kicking it on bikes and so their point is that in um, media spending and and coverage of such events the proportions are not representative of the pursuit whereas um, they they sort of redrew their graph with the people in the middle actual uh, people kids and or let's see actual people just kidding bikes and this graphic is too small for me i'm just gonna call it chilling on bikes (laughs) aka uh, the supple life yes the um, supple life is is such a large portion of that so if you've felt let down by big media and the bike industry as a representation of your preferred style of riding fear not you are not alone um and enjoy the supple life for those in the crew yeah if you're not just like if you if you don't race and you don't get rad and it's okay to race it's okay to get rad but there's a lot of people doing things other than that or yeah you might just want to get to work that's all right yeah yeah it is you might not even like bikes you just use them (laughs) to get places that's cool that's also all right Mm -hmm. in fact i'd say that's that's its own level of cool that's right you know what screw bikes who cares (laughs) i mean i've met people like that that, like i get all excited about what they're doing and they're like i'm just like going to the store (laughs) and you're like oh shit yep yeah i've always you get it (laughs) i've always found that to be like kind of a conversational dead end for a little while but then it it, it's you know i go to realize like that's more of a reflection on me and Mm -hmm. how i how i come to this conversation totally totally yeah uh but it's a great infographic and uh, i think that was well said also uh it's both PLP Talks, uh, Russ is doing some great mm-hmm. conversation yeah. series on YouTube and as a podcast, and then Bikes and Bourbon. Or bikes, bikes and Bourbon. bourbon. Um, he and, They're going to uh, be in town soon. Is it? Uh, are they? Bikes and Bourbon? We've got to bring them in the studio here yeah. if we can get them here. Uh, if, we well, can probably tempt them with bourbon. If they're listening or if someone who knows them is listening, point them our uh, way, and we've got to reach out. <laughs> check our Instagram yeah, yeah. feed. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, that'll be good. But uh, yeah, good people. Also, uh, our next piece of news or headlines from Bike Portland State reopens fire damaged section of historic Columbia whoa, River whoa. Highway. Wait, we were yeah. talking about this. It's good news mostly. Uh, a six mile stretch of the popular historic Columbia River Highway State Trail has, that was closed due to the Eagle Creek fire September 4th of last year has finally reopened. The news comes as Oregon Department of Transportation opens a comment period on how to reduce congestion in the Columbia River Gorge. In the announcements this morning, ODOT said that the paved biking path between John B. (gasps) Ian Trailhead and Cascade Locks is now open. What? Um, And then here's here's the but wait part. Unfortunately, a separate section of the trail to the west between Bridal Vale and Ainsworth State Park 
remains closed. This is the actual <laughs> road, right? This is like this, the historic is, highway. If you yeah. have biked through the gorge and you're like, I remember biking through the gorge, this is the closed part. That's probably the yeah, part you remember. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's the connection. Like, yeah, I, I'll like, take it. That's yeah. that's uh, six yeah. miles more than we had prior to about four days ago. It so. is legal okay. to ride your bicycle on Interstate 84. It yep. may not be pleasant, but it's legal and it's mostly flat. It's mm-hmm. doable. And for the most part, there is a shoulder up until you have like a few overpasses on the the like what are those called creeks yeah or mm-hmm. there's some bridges where it yeah, gets narrower and it's really narrow and it's yeah. so unpleasant yeah but if you want to do it you could ride 84 until you get to yeon yeah take the exit and then ride on the yep. trail from there and which I, is great i'm trying to remember too if i i think that washington state law is written this way um and that cyclists are required to take each exit and I don't know if Oregon is the same, so I'd need to look that up in regards. Good minutia, like you're not supposed to cross the on-ramps and off-ramps? Oh, Precisely. Really? Okay. Well, so here's the kicker. We won't is... say anything about what you might have done in the past. But hey, so, so I'm sure there's a statute of limitations on that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Plus, also, like, if nobody saw it, it didn't happen. Oh, plenty of people saw it. <laughs> Let's err on the nobody side of caution <laughs> in this uh, public record. Not saying that we did this, but, uh, well, it, it raises the interesting conundrum in that one of the exits that would be theoretically required to take under said law is, is the... Closed. Well, not only that, but is the exit for the Multnomah Falls, which is a in-lane <laughs> exit. It's a oh, left, left lane so exit. So it's, yeah. it's basically saying, yeah, no, hop over four lanes no, of 84 no, 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 to, no, no, to no. technically take the exit. So Fuck one of those, that. I again, I actually don't know if that's um, how the law is written for Oregon. I do <laughs> recall that it's written that way for Washington. Yeah. Um, but yeah. if you are thinking of biking, uh, do your homework, stay safe. And f- what used to be 14 miles of misery is now... Six miles less. Yeah. There we go. So I'm generally not a letter of the law type of person unless it's something that like I'm afraid, you know, might, um, might end up with sort of a, a police interaction. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but in this case, I am definitely not letter of the law. Uh huh. Like if I'm, I don't, even if the law states like, yes, you must exit at everyone, I don't think they meant for, uh, cyclist to mm-hmm. cross all the way over for yeah, that exit. Yeah. And same deal where in the gorge there are at least one or two in that stretch that are exit only, no re-entry. Right. So like what are you going to do? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Well, I like, guess we're going uh, all exit, the way back. Right? I guess, I guess I'm heading back to D.C. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a bit of wiggle room in that, but um, if you do know, let us know and then um, I'll, I'll plan to figure it out by the next yeah. time I bike out to the gorge. Do you keep like, a lawyer on retainer? Can we borrow that lawyer? <laughs> Can we borrow? It's like, you know, when you when you um, go to a store or or some public building and you're like, oh, wow, they got like bike racks and you go to lock your bike up and your bike won't fit there. Mm-hmm. And one of the thoughts I always have is like, does anyone who actually has a bike, you know, are they discussed or <laughs> like, are they discussed? Does someone discuss this with them mm-hmm. to to place this like yep. do they use yep. a bike it's kind of the same thing with this law does anybody who actually bike mm-hmm. were they involved in the process of writing this law i'm gonna take yeah. a low shot and say <laughs> i wonder oftentimes multnomah county infrastructure makes me ask that question right mm-hmm. yeah, cough point. burnside bridge on ramp <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway low that's, blows that's, aside that's, that's uh, a bad <laughs> i don't know man that's a bad ramp. yeah <laughs> um you know what we didn't have time for earlier, but we do have time for now? What's that? 
that would be our calendar. Oh, oh hey. Yeah. I love, I love, I love, I love my don't don't ever use that. I love my calendar. <laughs> the second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. You should go, Anna. Yeah. Um, oh, if you want, you know, there's also another regular ride in Minneapolis called the Cocoa Rides. Now that it's getting colder, Ooh. it's on some Fridays. I don't know which ones though. Uh, second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. Also, the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. Last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. Every Woo! second Sunday of every month right here in Portland, the Corviday Bike Club Ride. And October 12th coming up here. We gl- gotta go. We gotta go. Gladys Bikes celebrates their fifth anniversary. Yeah. Woo-hoo! I would like to think that. I mean, they're totally successful, independent of us, but. I would at least like to think like we got there on the ground floor, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. early supporter. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I've got yeah. a gen one t-shirt. Got, right. Right. Exactly. We got like, you know, the early, the early EPs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pizza theme stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and donuts. <laughs> uh, hey, we got some, Oh, November 9th and 10th is the Portland podcast festival. We'll be hanging out there in some capacity or another. Find us. We'll get you stickers. And upcoming film by bike tour dates, Hood River, Oregon. I was October going to collectively 30. woo for all of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like when, oh, you, go to, when you go like to the fancy one, event yeah. and they ask you oh, to say here, clap for you. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Hood River, Oregon, October 30th. Akron, Ohio, November 4th. Arcata, California, November 15th. Bendigo, Australia, November 30th. Phoenix, Arizona, November 30th. And Boise, Idaho, January 18th. <laughs> See, I wooed for the first thing. And I was like, "Oh, people are gonna feel left out if I don't woo for everything else." Damn so. right, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Bendigo would feel really bad. I know, right? Yeah, yeah but somebody those, got a woohoo. Those Australians are tough. Somebody got a woohoo, which means I was going at least forty-six miles an hour. Oh, right. <laughs> Deep cuts <laughs> and at least sixty-five kilometers per hour. <laughs> that's a ticketable offense, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, well, well. Hey. Woohoo. We made it to the end of the show. And you made it, our dear listener. Thank you so much. Wait, is the theme that Brock woos after every person's name? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, here it comes. I mean, we could do brushing teeth underwater, but that first one sounds pretty fun. <laughs> the Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio. Thanks to generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 503-847-9774. Twitter and Instagram at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Hurtbird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katrina Melengard. Way Norman, Ethan Georgie, Eric Iverson. Uh, Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weitz. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler. Dave Knows. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar, Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna. Uh, You'll be home soon. Andre Johnson, King of Division, Richard G. 
Myself, Aaron Green, <laughs> author of We Were Like We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regranery. Thanks Cam- for the shed. Campsite, Magners, David Nathan, Polton. Chris Rossin, Rory in Michigan, Michael Florney. Harry Hugel, EJ Finneran, hey, thanks for the theater tickets. Brad Hipwell. Thomas Skato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom. <laughs> Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner. Wait, how did I how did we switch here? Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Jason Offenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore. Todd Grossbeck, Chris Barron, Chris Barron. And Chris Barron. Sean Baird, Simon Gregory Braithwaite. Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel, Dude Luna. Matthew Rooks, Kaka! Marshall. Paula at Funataki Cyclecraft. And to our newest donor, Dale Flores. No relation. Welcome aboard. And all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now brush our teeth. And go to bed. By the way, this is the best label. Isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. I thought it's of you. It's a very when I picked nice that. and simple design. It's called there. Ms. Magenta. Ah. <coughs> so, like CMYK thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had Whoa. to try really hard not to get the other can <laughs> that they also had. Oh, what was it? Uh, so, I think that's, uh, they had like one ghost and then one... Um, Berliner Weiss? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. the other one would have been the ghost then. Okay. Well, it's good because I don't like ghosts as much. Yeah. I was not feeling in a ghost mood. I was digging the can. It's yeah. a really nice um, sort of cyan tint mm-hmm. with the same sort of fade out. Nice. But a I, gradient. Like if I was put to work designing logos for beer cans, I would fall really close to where this artist decided that to go. That would be it. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty simple. I'm a sucker for anything like color science related totally. in general. And this reminds me a little bit of... Um, What's the other? I feel like there's another beer company that makes labels that look like this. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. You're good. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's very nice. I feel like every year the labels just get better. Yeah, but the beer has always been excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to fade it in like that. Oh, like as yeah. we're talking about yeah. beer and whatnot. But I won't. Have you ever listened to Fun Employment Radio? Like when they... Uh, very rarely. When they kick off their show... Yeah. They pick up like mid conversation. Oh yeah. Like you hear the you hear the theme song. No, I sat in with the recording of them. And oh, like, that's right. Yeah. Like yeah. they're talking to each other and then they're like, Okay, you ready to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do this. And then they hit record. So and I then said they, to the yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. How they are able to do that. Channel it, yeah. Yeah. It was a little it's... disappointing. I think I noticed I, I feel like I noticed I feel like I couldn't it couldn't have been they changed that at some point and I forget oh, what. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's something they do all the time now. Hmm. And I feel like there's something about like a like a hot take or whatever. It's like you you feel like the, the, the like you're encountering something like oh hey this is already cool right and here I am joining yep. in and I'm joining in, in just on now. this conversation that yeah. they gotcha. just have been having and just decided to record yeah that's uh, a nice that's a nice signature and the fact that they're able to like just bounce off each other dial like it in that, yeah you know um, when I saw them do it like Sarah just went in with like. 
Like I told you, you're not supposed to put fish in the microwave. <laughs> nobody does that, especially at work. And then, you know, Greg is right back at her. Yeah. Like, like nobody's ever told me that. Like, I've never tried it before. How was I supposed you to know? know? Right, yeah. right. But like, maybe, just the fact maybe that I like they, the smell of fish. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just the fact that they like bounced off each other so quickly like that mm. without. I mean, maybe they planned it. They've been doing time, it a long time. That there's that too. All Good. right, now let's do the theme music. <laughs> Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we're simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland. Nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations. Wait, wait. Can we actually... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we do this over again? Yeah. <laughs> For you, Aaron, anything. All right. All right. Hold, hold on. Let's try it. Let's w- try was it because of my extended W on welcome? Welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I liked it. No, no. Let's, let's just try this again. I told you, you don't put fish in the microwave. Oh, come on. Nobody What's wrong with that? fish? Everybody likes it. <laughs> it smells up the whole workplace. We got to start this over again. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Guthrie. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Whose fish is this? <laughs> yes, Anne. And when did we get a microwave in the Airstream? <laughs> Ding! <laughs> and scene. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Comedy okay. bang bang look out. Here we come. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that I Lord feel... of the Rings movie where there's eight endings except we have four beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway there. Yeah, screw you Peter Jackson. <laughs> All right, for real. <laughs> <laughs> 